Alright, we are still learning how to receive from God. And it's important, I've been saying again and again, that we have the correct perspective, the correct thoughts in our hearts. I've established the fact that the mercy of God is represented in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. And it is on the basis of what he did purely that we receive from God. We have been saying it again and again. Jesus taught us that in the book of John chapter 16, that if anyone wants to receive from the Father, he has to come and ask in my name. It is God's radiant love that we experience in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And it will be a spite on God if we think we can receive anything from him, despite the fact that he has given us everything. Jesus is the everything of God. Um, it's like a very big man. Let us assume someone like Warren Buffett or Bill Gates decides to deposit um, $10 billion in an account. And he says to you, anytime you need something, go and take from there. You know, And... Um, Faith means that you believe that word, so you go to that place and look, you need school fees, how much is it? 150,000 naira. You go there, you collect something like $1,000, and it's enough. You need something else, you go there. It will be total foolishness and an insult to the man if you go to him now and say that, please, I need school fees, let me wash your car so you can pay my fees. He's going to feel thoroughly insulted. He will say to you, is it that you do not believe what I told you? Do you understand my point? Let us assume when you were leaving the man's presence uh, for something else, maybe you just came to greet him, having deposited $10 billion in an account that you can draw from any time. And as you are leaving, he says, well, you, you can't go to the bank right now. Just have this $10,000, put it in your pocket. And as you are leaving, now remember, the $10 billion is still there. And as you are leaving, somebody comes to you. He's in need. Assuming he's a friend of yours, his father is very sick. He needs an equivalent of $2,000. The man needs to have surgery. Okay? As you are leaving, and you have this amount in your pocket, assuming you also need up to $10,000, I want to ask you a simple question. Do you think you will give this man up to $2,000? The answer is yes. Why? Even though you have $10,000 on you right now, and you need $10,000, but you remember that there is an account that you can draw on any time. So giving this man $2,000 right here, it does not bother you. You get to another junction. You see somebody you do not know. But as you can see him, he hasn't eaten the whole day. To be able to eat, he needs some money from you. You will give him. Even though you need 10000 of those U.S. dollars, you know there is an account you can draw on once you get back to school. You know, you are able to do these works. Why? You trust this man that has deposited money in an account for you. If you notice what I have done, I have described to you one of the reasons why Christians do good works. We realize that it is not what we have, do you understand, that is going to make our destiny. We may have money in our hands right now, but there is something greater, even though we can't see physically, which is what faith is. Faith means that even though I can't see something, I know it is present. Even though I can't feel something, I know it is there, because the word of God says it is there. For that reason, what I have right now is not what I hold on to. I can be generous. So generosity for Christianity is a sign of faith. It is not the way by which we bribe God to get something out of him. The only thing that leaves your hand before the thing that God has given you can be released to you is faith. Is faith. So if your works are not generated by faith, you will not be blessed. I've said that last time. I need to emphasize it. Sometimes people copy works. They go to the widow of Zarephath and say, Why? this woman gave her last meal and then she never lacked. So somebody said, go and give your last meal also. You read through the whole Bible. You don't see that thing happening two times. It's only once it happened. Not because God can't do it again, but because it is not a law. 
it is just a manifestation of somebody's faith. If you don't have the faith of that woman, you understand? Even if you have her faith, it may not produce the same kind of work in your hand. Because another widow came to Elisha, who came after Elijah. And that widow did not give anything to anybody, but she still obeyed the word of that prophet. So faith is a primary thing. And if you know the Bible very well, you will know that that widow of Zarephath must have had her faith in God. That was why Elijah came to her house. The Bible makes it clear to us, using the words of the Lord Jesus Christ, he said to her, Elijah was sent. God specifically sent Elijah to her house. So you should ask yourself, why did God send Elijah? And I'm giving you the answer today. There are a number of reasons. One of them is because she had her faith in God and she cried to God in the time of her distress. You can read more about that I said from my book, Great Faith Can Be Yours, which is available for free download from our website, kwm.com.ng. So I've been looking at that. So why does God give to people? It is because of faith. Why are we believers? Because we recognize that it is true faith in the Lord Jesus Christ that we tap into the blessing of God. Let me read that scripture we read before. I want to read it again. He said in verse 9 of 2 Corinthians chapter 8, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. What I want to talk about here is... I want to lay emphasis on that word, grace. Grace. Remember, what we are talking about is how to receive from God. And this is what grace is. It's a power of God that works towards you. Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. God's power released into my life is called grace. And that grace is found in the Lord Jesus. How to receive from God is what I am talking about. Remember, we describe what the name of Jesus means. We describe what it means to pray in his name. In fact, actually, I'm still on that particular point. What does it mean to pray in the name of Jesus? Jesus represents, I've said many things, the way to the Father. We said Jesus is a sacrifice that God gave to us to wipe away the consequences of our sins. And by our faith in Christ Jesus, all ancestral curses are broken. By our faith in Christ Jesus, all curses that came because of our sins, the effects are nullified. By our faith in Christ Jesus, we have become as important as any other person on this earth. There is no sin inside us. Righteousness is now our portion. Iniquity has been wiped away. Those are the things that the name Jesus represents. The other thing that he represents, I want to read from, for us quickly, and that is the book of John chapter 1. The Bible says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Now, please, I want you to understand that. That Jesus is the word of God. I'm going to bring out something here. Jesus is the personification for, of everything that God ever spoke in our direction. Jesus is the personification of every promise that God ever made. We must never forget that. And what is the grace of God? The grace of God is the power of God that is released towards those who believe the word that God spoke in their direction. So if we are going to tap into the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, it's going to be because we believe the word that God spoke to us. Do you understand what I'm trying to say here? Now listen to this. Remember we are praying in the name of Jesus. We said that is how to receive from God. Every way we receive from God is by the name of Jesus. What does that name represent? We have emphasized that it's not just about mouthing words. It's about having something in our hearts when we are speaking. All right. When we say the name of Jesus, this is the emphasis for today. We are saying that this is the word of God. 
This is the promise of God. So if I come to God to pray, I say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray concerning my sickness. What I'm saying is that I have come because there is a word of God that addresses sickness in my life. And that word becomes effective because of the sacrifice of my Lord Jesus Christ. So if I say I pray against this sickness, I pray against this headache, I pray against this barrenness in the name of Jesus. What I'm saying is that the Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 53, it says that himself took my infirmities. By his stripes I have been healed. So when I pray in the name of Jesus, I'm claiming that promise. Listen to me. Number one point I want to bring to us today concerning the name of Jesus and receiving from God is that Jesus is the summary of the promises of God. And when we come to God, we lay claim of those promises. He said he is the word of God. So it is that promise that God made that God is fulfilling in our lives. He is not trying just to give us a result for our efforts. His primary concern is to fulfill his promise in our lives. You have just listened to a radio message by Pastor Banky. More of this and other messages are available from our website, kwm.com.ng. To contact us, write us at radiosermons at gmail.com. And do not forget to do your part in spreading the kingdom of God by sharing this message with someone else. Thank you for listening. And may the fruit of this word blossom in your life.